0: So today I want to look at this powerful passage of scripture in Mark chapter nine. I believe that it will be impactful uh, to you, and so we're going to unpack it line by line, and uh, and then we're going to grab out of it what we you what we can. You know, I'm a PK, right? I'm a PK. Uh, My dad is a pastor. My dad's been a pastor for for I think now over like 60 years or something like that, maybe 60 years. And so he is he is he has done all sorts of things. He is definitely a hero of mine. Uh, And I grew up in a PK home. And one of the things, you know, growing up in church that I realized and that was transferred to me is that it was not popular. It's not popular uh, for us, to be honest. Any witnesses? And so we, we, we actually create, uh, you know, various forms of makeup uh, to be able to cover up where we actually are and to cover up what we're actually facing and what we are dealing with. And so, you know, we, we get all of the, the, the knee-jerk sayings down when people ask you, uh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord, you know. And so when people ask us these questions, you know, I really wonder, like, when people ask us, do they actually want to know how we're doing Or is it just some form of a greeting that they just want to be able to say their thing? What if you actually stood there and unpacked the stuff that you were going through? But the fact is that we have not created, in many cases, a safe environment and a safe place for people to be honest. And consequently, we come up with all of these facades. And, you know, for many years, I faked the faith you know and when stuff came up and when i would face things and go through things consequently i would get to the place where i would act i would act and put on this act you know uh, of 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 you know things being things being okay when in actuality they were far from okay and so so this is something that i realized and then especially i'll even say this that's the context of church but then even growing up in you know a west indian context you know, it's very, very, especially for men. It's not common for men to, uh, for men to emote and to get to the place where we express like our feelings. You're seen as weak, or you're seen as a wuss. Any witnesses? Y'all are awfully quiet. For those who know what I'm talking about, okay. I thought I'm not the only one, you know, like, I mean, where it's seen, you, you, you want to hold stuff in and consequently uh, it will often manifest itself. If I could just talk real and candidly, uh, any witnesses online, it will often manifest itself in anger. And it will manifest itself in abuse and all these other various things because we have no way to vent. We have no way. It's not popular. It's not popular for us to be open. It's not popular for us to be uh, real about what it is. And this is why at Serve City we're intentional, not just having the motto, uh, but we are attempting to build a culture where we say stuff like no perfect people allow. It's not just something that we usually yell on a Sunday morning and the band hits behind us or whatever the case may be, but the purpose of us doing so is to cultivate a culture where we begin to reverse some of these negative things that have been built into us, that uh, when it is that you come to church or when you're in certain relationships that you have to hide how you are, especially for men. I'm believing that there is a generation of men that is raising up, come on somebody, that is unashamed of the way that they are feeling that we begin to talk out against and make it clear that no you are not a wuss for being real about where you are you're actually strong come on somebody because the fact of the matter is that the only way for us to get the healing and the help and the deliverance that we need is if we are honest somebody say honesty is the best policy Come on, somebody in the chat put honesty is the best policy. And so I quickly realized how destructive it was, you know, as I got older, you know, to get to the place where... It was very, you know, I had to realize the importance of not faking the faith. And, and you know, so it is in church. So many people, we know how to go through all the movements. We know how to shuck and jam and we know how to, you know, we need to go through all the motions. And in many cases, all the stuff we're doing is not attached to faith. Uh, it's just something that we have done and that we've learned to do but in actuality it is not always attached to our faith and so today i want to talk about this Uh, if i can just title this message i'll title it a faking mess come on son we talk about a hot mess we talk about a wet mess uh, today i want to talk about a faking mess come on somebody a faking mess so here there's a story uh, in the scriptures that i believe is powerful and i believe it's going to help us on today and so we find that jesus uh there, there's some people that are having an argument as we read and in verse 16 in verse 16 of mark chapter 9 it says uh that and they asked him what are you? he asked them rather what are you arguing about with them and someone from the crowd answering him uh says teacher I brought my son to you for he has a spirit that makes him mute and whenever it seizes him it throws him down and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid you know uh this sounds like in many cases that it's a seizure type of a a manifestation some sort of like an epileptic type of seizure you know and the thing of the the thing is I want to note here just stick a pin and let you know no every sickness is not as a result of of a spirit you have people that go to one extreme and they say "Eh, you know oh that's a devil you know can, can everything is always a devil or always a spirit no we're not saying that and the bible is not teaching us that however it also in this passage is making it abundantly clear that sometimes the things that we see manifesting in the context or in the form of disease or sickness oftentimes it is attached to spiritual wickedness and so here this epileptic sort of a manifestation it's clear that it is attached to a spirit not only is it making him unable to communicate but it's seizing him up and all of this sorts of stuff Uh, and he is grinding his teeth and he becomes rigid and so they say so i asked your disciples to cast him out and they were not able and he answered them oh faithless generation how long am i to be with you and i want to challenge you and i want you to understand this because jesus in this moment he is talking about the fact that you know he is here he was here on the earth walking with the disciples doing the miraculous and putting positioning uh positioning them to see yahweh in flesh mightily acting come to save mankind from sin this is a powerful and a a powerful thing that uh that it was in in jesus coming to earth as we get ready to, to head into the christmas season and celebrate the first advent of christ or the coming of christ to earth the first time this is what it's all about and he's like i'm here i'm demonstrating powerful things he was walking with the disciples he was talking with them he was showing them stuff raising dead the dead and all of this and he's like how long oh faithless generation how long am i with you and then he says bring him to me notice this just as in the passages prior to this we've in the stories that we've looked at and if you are uh, if you have not yet you know been a part of this or if you're late to the party uh with this messy miracle series i encourage you on our youtube channel go and check it out uh, and and just begin to look at those to be able to get caught up but in most of these situations jesus is rebuking the faith the fact the the fear and the fact and the lack of faith rather that is present when the messy situations show up are you with me and so he's challenging them here in regards to their faith. Somebody say their faith. And watch this. And I'm believing this message is going to be life-changing for somebody today. Uh, if you would grab it here and in, in, on the online campus, if you would grab it, I believe that this is going to uh, shift a paradigm and a perspective for many of you. And so Jesus calls him to himself. And then he says in verse 20, they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy and he fell on the ground and rolled about foaming at the mouth come on and jesus asked the father how long was this happening to him notice when the presence of god shows up a lot of times and this is why i want to reiterate this because we see it throughout the tenor of the experiences with christ when the presence of god is there oftentimes the things that are messy in our lives start to while out they start to go off come on somebody Remember, I told you when you look at uh, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, remember when they take a stand and they're like, no, we're not going to bow to your dumb idol. What does the king do? He goes, oh, fam, OK, I'm going to dash you in the fire and I'm going to turn up the fire seven times hotter so he goes all the way off like and this is the way that it is oftentimes when we decide to take a stand oftentimes when we get in God's presence there are many of you wondering why is it that your situation starts to convulse and you're like man this can't be God well the fact of the matter is let it convulse let it go nuts as long as you are in the presence of God you are in queue for a miracle oh my I want to show up with some hope for somebody who's ready to throw in the towel because your finances are starting to go out of whack bill collectors and people starting to call out of nowhere your marriage starts to wild out as soon as you started praying over it come on as soon as you started praying over your spouse and stuff starts to go out of whack and you start to find stuff I want you to know that just because things are going crazy the differing factor is the fact that before uh, God was not in it but how many of you know that when the presence of god is in a situation you are in a setup come on somebody for a breakthrough to happen let it keep on moving and watch god watch god do his thing so starts freaking out uh, in that moment uh, because the, the spirit sees jesus in that situation and 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 so And then it goes on and says, and Jesus asked the father, how long? uh, And he says, from childhood. And it often casts him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. Come on. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. My God, I love this. He says, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And look at Jesus' response in verse 23. And Jesus said to him, if you can. See, we, we usually miss what Jesus is trying to communicate he's like are you serious what do you mean if i can do you know whose presence you are in the midst of now i want you to understand this watch this this is the context is they went to his disciples first his disciples were unable to cast the devil out so now they're like okay these are your disciples so now they're approaching him based upon their experience with the disciples if you can because of what happened they were unable so if you can then can you help and he goes if you can and then he answers and he says "Uh, and all things are possible to those who believe but i want to give you point number one can i give you point number one here it is the failure of man doesn't affect the ability of god let me say that again The failure of man, somebody type that on the online campus, the failure of man does not affect the inability, does not affect rather the ability of God what do i mean by this the disciples i'll break it down for you like this the disciples they were in a position where they showed up they attempted to cast the devil out they were unable to do so and and so consequently uh this man shows up and he engages jesus uh, because we often categorize and engage jesus based on our interactions with his people and so the fact is just because they failed did not mean that god was gonna fail and there are many of us our engagement even for some of you watching and for people who are skeptical of church you're like man how could god love me look at how mean that person was and god's like i'm not that person some of you have quit on church and you say i'm never coming to church again because i went to that church and they were judgmental and the woman made me spit out my gum when i walked in and she told me she tried to pull down my skirt because she said my can i just keep it real She said my skirt was too high, and she tried to yank it down, or they tried to think, and I was standing there, and I was going to get prayed for, and they didn't pray for me because I had too much jewelry on, or whatever the case is. At the end of the day, we often will be—can I just keep it all the way 100 we say forget church come on somebody forget church because of what they did i went to this place and this happened and that happened and so consequently everybody's a hypocrite how many of you know that at the end of the day one person or one congregation or even 10 of them come on somebody does not limit the ability or the power of god and just because a person come on somebody might have done something to you or might have hindered you at the end of the day it should not stop you from engaging our cat or or, uh, encountering christ come on and we should not categorize jesus with oh my are y'all with me on this morning the failure of man doesn't affect the ability of god i'm telling you god is god and, and 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 people should not hinder you or challenge you or get you to the place where you start to engage god based on this because they're like if you can and he's like yo fam what do you mean if i can i love how they render it if you can't and then he said then he goes on he says all things are possible for one who believes here it is. I love it. I love it because uh, as we're talking today, uh, you know, even I just love how uh, I love how God continues to galvanize even the worship. And you'll see why in a moment, uh, why this is so powerful around these things, these themes, because the worship helps us. The musical worship helps us to worship God in the word. And watch this. Here we go. Uh, and so I, I want to I challenge this. He says, all things are possible to him who believes. Point number two, uh, faith positions us for God to do the impossible in our lives. Here it is. I know it sounds basic, but I want you to grab it and cuz this is a, this is a this is powerful for you. Watch this. Faith positions us for God to do the impossible in our lives. So he says, all things are possible for the person who believes. It is faith. It is faith that positions your life and my life so so in the face of the impossible when it is there are things in your life right now that are messy they are a hot mess they are a wet mess that we've been talking about there are we talking about messy here we've talked about all sorts of messes and oftentimes these things will be present in our life watch this and the differing factor the opportunity for for us to witness god do the miraculous in those situations, it is determined by our faith it positions us faith positions us somebody say faith positions me all things are possible all things are somebody say all things are possible all things are possible to the person who believes when faith is in the mix man god can cook something up good this is the thing god doesn't always use our faith sometimes he uses the faith of others like we've seen you know the faith of friends god has used to help someone who is a paralytic or even the dead person you know that at the end of the day they can't exhibit any faith and god will sovereignly go in and do things as jesus has raised people from the dead but in general god uses our faith as the as the gateway as the doorway watch this uh, the fact of the matter is at Every at the door of every impossible situation is a keyhole for faith insertion. Fick it, pick it. Let me say it again. At the door of every impossible situation, there is a keyhole for faith insertion. So when you show up to a door, the door of impossibility there is a keyhole watch this for you to be able to insert faith in that moment and what happens what happens is when you use your faith in that moment it positions you somebody say positions me it positions me it positions me that when and if god is going through his sovereign will to manifest that which i am believing for the door is open for him to be able to come through oftentimes we are standing at the at the door of impossibility and the door is shut because of our lack of faith the door is shut it's not watch this it's oftentimes it's not even that god doesn't that god doesn't want to do it it's not even that god doesn't want to do it in many cases but in at many times it's that the door is shut and in fact uh, noah bring me those things real quick uh, it's that the door is often shut and consequently, we are not positioned to be able to do this. I love this. Uh, the, you know, we're coming up on Christmas. Uh, who likes sorrow? <laughs> this right here, I'm the, this shame, shameless plug, uh, the, Leon and Kimberly, uh, they're, they're Kimberly's mom and dad, they have this sorrow. We had some uh, with our leaders. It's called Lamax, right? And this sorrow is some good stuff, fam. And the thing is, you know, Christmas is coming up. This is one of those things that, you know, you most de- that we most definitely look forward to drinking, especially if you are in a West Indian household at uh, on our online campus. I encourage you in the chat. What's your favorite Christmas drink? Come on, let me know in the chat. What is your favorite Christmas drink? Now, let's say that God uh, and the blessings of God is this sorrow bottle. And the fact of the matter is this is this is the way that faith operates. And I want you to grab this uh, and let's say that we are this empty bottle. And we are in the place where we need some of this sorrow from the Lord. Now watch this. The, our faith would be represented, what I'm trying to communicate to you, by this cover. And what happens is, oftentimes, watch this, we can't, I can't determine if and when God is going to pour the sorrow. But what I can determine is that the cover is open. Oh my so that when he does pour it that i'm positioned to be able to receive oh are y'all seeing what i'm saying today Position to be able to receive and what happens is a lot of times watch this God is ready to pour but if he was to pour it would just spill and it would waste all over the floor and we wouldn't be able to receive it and God is not in the habit of wasting blessings come on somebody and many of us we're not receiving it because we are closed but I wonder if there's anybody that knows you can't manipulate God into pouring but you can position yourself so if and when he decides to pour I'm open. Over- Pin and ready to be able to receive. Oh, y'all hearing what I'm saying? and so i'm gonna leave this here so y'all can just look at it the whole time and so watch this this imperative for us to understand the magnitude that of our faith and the importance of your faith as it you as you are walking because i'm believing as i told you this super this this is a season of the supernatural right now we are in the middle of a pandemic it is a horrid it is a messy situation but even here in as we stand at the door of this impossibility with all sorts of stupidness that is happening as a result the keyhole for our faith is there and it is waiting for us to be able to insert it and open the door to position ourselves and i believe that god in this season and i even declare it is getting ready to pour out and manifest in our lives does anybody believe it in a mighty way he is here and he is waiting are you open this is the bible bible says in hebrews 11:6, 6 just so you understand anything is possible to him who believes anything is possible somebody say anything is possible Amen. oh man i want faith to just stir in this room i want to wake the i want you to wake the faith up come on somebody and so here it is and without faith hebrews 11:6, it is impossible to please him here it is without faith it is impossible you can't please god without faith here it is for whoever would draw near to god must believe that he exists and that he is the rewarder of those who seek him so he's saying that we don't just believe uh, at you know it's, uh, at the substratum of our faith meaning that god exists we have to believe that he exists but also we position ourselves been through believing that he is a rewarder of those of us that seek him he is a rewarder somebody say he is a rewarder and so without faith it's impossible to please him so let me tell you this god always leaves room in every situation for you to have faith if god is going to be pleased through your situation or pleased with your situation he always is going to leave room for you to be able to exhibit faith or he can't be pleased through that situation without it it's impossible are y'all with me This is why you are never entirely going to be sure about everything. If you'll be honest with me, you will never be entirely 100% sure when things come up in your life or when stuff pops up. Because God always leaves a little room. He always leaves a keyhole for that faith to be able to be inserted and for the door to be open you you know there are many of you like man am i ever going to just be a hundred percent no there's always going to be room for you to have to believe god come on do i have any witnesses in this place i mean if you've been following god long enough some of you you act like as if you always just know that you know that you know that you know but the fact is if you will be real and be honest i've been following god for almost two decades and at the end of the day i have realized that you are never a hundred percent sure, and God always will leave space for you to be able to believe in. Faith is imperative. Faith is important. You know, uh, the fact is that Cain's sacrifice was rejected because of his lack of faith. You know, we're, we're taught in the uh, when you're growing up, if you grew up in church, or if you're accustomed uh, to the story of Cain and Abel, and when it comes to Cain's sacrifice, you know. C- Cain and his brother Abel, uh, Adam and Eve's children, brought sacrifices. Cain was a tiller of the ground. Uh, was was it was a uh, Cain was someone and, and Abel brought. And let me let me not let me not uh, mess it up. I want to remember what it is that they did. Uh, and 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 so and so. Look, it's powerful. This whole Genesis chapter four, this whole Genesis chapter four is just powerful. Okay, so Cain was a worker of the ground. Yes, and uh, and Abel was a keeper of the sheep. And so they both brought sacrifices to God and it's and it's told we were I was taught that it was what Cain brought and what Abel brought that determined what God was pleased with and what God was not pleased with but the Bible actually lets us know in Hebrews 11:4 that by faith Abel offered to God a more acceptable uh, acceptable sacrifice than Cain so it was his faith it was Abel's faith it wasn't what he brought he brought they both brought from their livelihood but it was the faith that made the difference that's why there are many of you you're not getting any increase on what it is that you give oh my Ah. because you're going through the actions but you're not doing so in believing that indeed God is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him there are many people that give out of fear but not out of faith Oh, can I just park the car here? for a minute uh, because the fact of the matter is there are many of you you tithe and you give because the bible says will a man rob god well yet have you robbed me uh in tithes and offerings and you will be cursed with a curse and this and that and so you give and you give because you're scared about what's going to happen if you do not give as opposed to giving from a, a response of faith uh, or in and, and response to god's blessing to you and as a result you're giving out of fear and not out of faith Fear giving doesn't please God. Ha uh serving out of fear is anybody being blessed by this today i want you to grab this this is this is it this is the deal breaker this is why i'm saying that for many of you uh, this will change the trajectory of your life and even your relationship with god are you giving out of fear are you going to church out of fear come on are you are you serving out of fear because yo oh, i don't want to go to hell and then if you have a relationship with god just because you don't want to go to hell you are probably going to end up there For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have ever. Come on, somebody. Y'all don't like this type of preaching. Okay. There's a lot of you, the stuff you're doing, the engagement you, you worship out of fear, not out of relationship, not out of faith. You're not actually connected to God and you are going to be what. Can I just speak boldly and plainly? Because Matthew chapter seven makes it clear that there are people who at the throne are going to show up and they're going to say, God, I cast out devils in your name and God, we prophesied in your name, and God, we did all of this stuff in your name, and he's going to say, depart from me, I never knew you, come on somebody, not I knew you and then I forgot you, but I never, somebody say, I never knew you oh can I just teach some doctrine in this place I never knew you and there are many of us watch this at the end of the day we think that the fear that we are living out of and we are serving God out of that we have not actually put trust we have not actually put faith in the gospel but we are trying to work our way to heaven based upon a fear that we have in going to hell and that's not the gospel are y'all with me this morning And so we got to realize faith makes the difference. Somebody say faith makes the difference. Come on online faith. Faith makes the difference. Come on. I'm going somewhere with this thing. I want you to grab this. Now I want you to, I want to balance this out because uh, we have to guard ourselves against disappointment. Somebody say, I got to guard myself, guard yourself against disappointment. Notice he says uh, in the text, all things are possible to him who believes, uh, but it doesn't say that uh, God will do all things. so a lot of times we say we have faith and we're believing god watch this we are actually more so believing god for the thing that we are desiring to come to pass we're not actually believing god see there's a difference between putting faith in god doing what we want him to do versus putting faith in god who's with me our faith watch this remember it opens the possibility but it doesn't manipulate god into doing all things and so the fact is our faith positions all things to happen but it doesn't say that god will do all things i love this and we got to guard ourselves against disappointment because oftentimes we will believe and there are of those of us who will exemplify faith and and things will not happen the way that we are desirous of them happening and the fact of the matter is that then we end up with disappointment or we walk away and we just say uh, you know forget this thing forget god forget church all of this when in actuality god doesn't promise to do all things he just tells us to have faith in him somebody say faith in him watch this we had to guard ourselves against disappointment this is why ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 you know what it says write this down and i want you to check this out and study it in all circumstances take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one so not only does he tell us about the helmet of salvation, the blessed prey of righteousness and, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And if you don't know this stuff, you got to read this whole passage and you got to pray this stuff over yourself daily. Make sure you are taking up the whole armor of God that you can stand against the wiles of the devil or the attacks of the enemy. And one of these things is the shield of faith. Somebody say the shield of faith now watch the shield of faith it guards us its attempt is to guard us or its purpose is to guard us when the enemy shoots doubts at us about god's ability but watch this it's not only uh to to extinguish the doubt darts of the devil around god's ability to do it but also the doubt that god can do the supernatural even if he does not do what we are hoping that he does in that situation So the the shield of faith that we have, it also is to extinguish the doubt that tells us that it's over when God does not do what you think he's going to do but when you have faith in God come on somebody when you have faith in God and you truly have faith in God and his ability you know that even if in the middle of the mess if he doesn't come through the way that I thought even if I don't get the the the, that mortgage come on somebody even if if the 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 job that you were hoping for that you didn't get that job you know that you serve a God who is capable of giving you an even greater job than that door that was closed come on and so now I don't close my bottle my bottle is still open saying God I trust in you come on somebody and if you said no in this area I'm believing that you are going to deposit something even better than what it is that you said no to oh i wonder if i can just uh, build the faith of somebody in here today your faith not ought to be ought not to be rather in a desired outcome at all times but your faith ought to be in your god who is able at all times and if he is a god who is omniscient that means that he is able and that he knows come on somebody everything and consequently when your faith is in him you can trust that he can take every situation and use our faith to be able to do the impossible somebody that believes it ought to put those hands together and give him the praise online in the house so you got to get the shield of faith to guard yourself against doubt and disappointment who's with me and then i love this you know because a lot of times people talking about they believe in god are you believing god or are you believe in yourself you see what i'm saying around here talking about oh i'm believing god for a car did god tell you he was gonna give you that car come on somebody Oh, all things are possible. I know all things are possible. But sometimes, did you even ask God what type of car you should get? Or did you just look at somebody else and covet what they had? And then now you start believing God for faith. Oh my, y'all don't want to be real with me today we all talking about oh i'm believing god i'm believing god like god is going to give you cannot even afford to be able to handle a geo metro car come on somebody and you believe in god How, why would god curse you with the payments of a bentley and you can't even pay your rent effectively some of the stuff you say you believe in god for god is not going to curse you with the stuff that you're asking him for oftentimes we're not even seeking god about what to ask for come on somebody we're just believing him for stuff in our lust and our selfishness and our jealousy and oftentimes then we end up in shipwreck and our faith is jacked up and we're disappointed and oh god is not, and we end up going and infecting other people Oh God, I need this man. Turn him around and make him love me. Come on. So make him pop it. Make it time for him to put a ring on it. Maybe after the years and years. Oh, I don't want to do this. Jesus, do I have to say it? Uh after all the years that he's been friend zoning you and that you've been running after him or her let me switch it up come on somebody maybe that is indicative of the fact that god is trying to show you that it's time for them to get or you to get to step in come on somebody and to get out of that situation y'all don't want to be real i wonder if it's a church in this place that knows that at the end of the day that just because god says no doesn't mean that there's not something greater on the other side I preach this all the time i want to let you know sometimes god's nose are better than his yes hey i feel that thing sometimes his nose and sometimes there's stuff that opens up in your life that if god said yes come on you would not have been able to experience it do i got any witnesses in this place i'm a witness and i'm a preach to myself at the end of the day god is a god that even his nose times are better than his yeses i gotta move I got to move. I got to move. So guard yourself. Guard yourself. Watch this. So now we go to the text, back to the text. All things are possible to him who believes. And immediately the father of the child cried out and said, watch this. I believe. But he says, but help my unbelief. All things are possible to him who believes. I believe, but help my unbelief I love it I love it I love it are y'all still with me watch this I love it because Jesus then moves thereafter and we read the passage earlier he delivers that boy and the faith of a father but watch this not just the faith of a father but the honesty of a father he uses his honesty an opportunity to show up and do the miraculous and so he doesn't rebuke him in that moment for his honesty but he moves powerfully come on somebody at the online campus and delivers the boy from this tormenting spirit can i give you point number three here it is gina's jesus honors honesty not fakery And fakery is actually a word uh, English teachers. Go look it up. (laughs) Fact checkers. Jesus honors honesty not fakery this man he says you know what I wish oh my in this moment he says I'm in the midst of this crazy situation I've been seeing this dude throwing uh this devil throwing my son in and out of the fire come on I wonder if there's anybody you've been seeing uh, the enemy doing stuff to your loved ones and your family members and he's like man it is crazy and then I went took him to the church folk and the church folk couldn't do nothing and now I'm here and he's like you know what it's been pretty crazy Jesus stuff has been looking pretty nuts and so although i know you said all things are possible to them that believe but right now in the middle of the mess and what i'm in you know what if i can just be honest i need some help and Jesus uses him and ministers uh, in that moment. He says, I believe, but help my unbelief. I love it. This is such a model guy in the moment. He is a man. And instead of acting like he had it together, instead of acting like it was all good, instead of acting and going through the motions, he says, I believe, but my belief is is is, is in the place of, I'm still insecure in this moment. And so I'm asking you to help my unbelief. This is why I love the song that we sung. And I didn't even know that that was the song that we were singing until I heard them running through it. And it's, hey, God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Come on. Give me wisdom to see things, vision rather, to see things like you do. Oh, come on. God, I look to you. I won't be overwhelmed. This, this idea where we're looking instead, instead of trying to handle it ourselves. Come on. Instead of trying to fake the faith. He says, I believe, but help somebody say help 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 Help, help. somebody at the online campus type help 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 so so look he honors honesty not figure can i tell you this god would rather you be openly insecure than blatantly phony god would rather you be openly insecure than blatantly phony there are many of us watch this we are blatantly phony and we hide our insecurity we mask our insecurity with our phoniness come on with our fakery come on and this is why it is that we oftentimes are not experiencing what it is that God has for our lives come on but this man in the middle of it he says I'm not going to be phony I'm not going to act like I have it all together I'm not going to act like I get it come on but in this moment I'm in the in the front of the master and so I'm gonna be honest the cares of life have been so difficult so in this moment instead of faking the funk and faking my way through it i'm gonna open my heart and i am going to make it clear that i need your help somebody shout help Help! need your help watch this the only color god doesn't like is gray He'd rather you be cold. He tells uh, the church, he says in in Revelation 3.16 he talks about, you know, he says be hot or be cold. But if you're lukewarm I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. At the end of the day, where you're in a you know, and you you be hot or be cold. In other words, it, it's better for you to pick a side. And if you are in the place where you are there and you are insecure and you need help, God would rather you be honest. Because watch this. Faith positions your heart to believe, but honesty positions your hands to receive. Here it is. Here it is. it, Faith positions your heart to believe. But honesty, watch this, because you can have faith that God is able, but not receive it because you're not honest. I've had people who have showed up with the thing that I've been believing for, but pride has blocked me from being honest. So I didn't receive what it is that God sent because I was not honest enough to be able to open up and say that I needed your help in this area. And so when they come and they say, "Oh, is your marriage okay?" In uh, certain, so I've been praying in a certain area, and they had the tools that were necessary to help me to have a successful marriage. I instead would have said, "Oh, well, you know, not, nah, fam. We're good. We're good. We're okay." And I missed what God had. When you've been praying for finances, and someone miraculously shows up, and God sends them through the door. Oh, who am I? Who am I talking to? You have the cap off, and you believe in God's ability. But they showed up with the finances that you need, and you would not receive it and could not receive it because you wouldn't open your heart i mean and open your heart in honesty and position your hands rather in honesty to be able to receive it don't blame god when you're not honest Come on. Come on. can i even tell you this is how serious do you want to know how serious this is the bible says watch this for those of you who are okay with faking it faking through it I'll just tell you stop faking it just stay home don't be a part of church don't do none of this because watch this you are doing yourself a disservice uh Paul says to the church at Rome uh, in Romans 14 verse 22 to 23 he says that anything that's not done in faith is sin And the context of the chapter is uh, in Romans 14 is things that we do uh, as a result of our faith or not or whatever the case may be or the decisions we make, whether we eat or things we eat, we drink, uh, the days we observe as holy or not and all of these various things. And he says that anything that we do aside from faith is sin. Are y'all with me? So you actually are walking in sin when it is that you are faking the faith and so here it's imperative it's so so it's important for us to understand that our hands are open through honesty god desires he says i believe but help my unbelief can i tell you what paul says second corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 and 10 write this down i want you to go and i want you to study these things because i'm believing god even put in my heart about what he wants to do in our church as we move on to this next season and i want you to be able to grab this because we are going to be i believe a faith-filled church are you believing it with me serve city worldwide come on it's going to be a faith-filled church and we're believing that we're going to see God manifest mighty things in and through our house I declare it and I believe it and I'm honest enough to open up because it starts from the front all the way to the back I don't have it all together no perfect people allowed applies to me too come on somebody and I need Jesus and God we open ourselves to you even serve city I declare it'll be a house of honesty an authenticity not just as a tagline but as a reality look at this second corinthians 12 verse 9 and 10 the apostle paul when he's facing some difficulty that he has a thorn in his side and we often reference this scripture i want you to i want you to note what it is that he says here you know when Jesus, he prays and he asked god three times to take the thorn away from him he had faith the, the the bottle was open but god actually says no to him i'm not taking the thorn but look at what he says, but he said to me, my grace, somebody say my grace, my grace is sufficient for you, and my power, somebody say God's power, power. is made perfect in weakness, and now look at what Paul says, he's going to boast in, he says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me, for the sake of christ then i am content with weaknesses insults hardships persecutions and calamities see this is not popular preaching is it he says for when i am weak then i am strong does he say i'm gonna boast in the stuff i have all together no, he don't say I'm going to boast in that stuff. He says I'm going to boast all the more in my weakness. Come on somebody, because when I am weak, then I am strong because the power of God is able to manifest. Oh my God. I'm here to tell you, God's power is most made manifest in the areas where we are weak. Can I talk to somebody who's in an area of weakness and you're boasting in the things you have together in the place of insecurity? Come on somebody, and you're out and you're do you're talking about the areas you have it all together to try and hide the stuff that you are messed up in you ought to get to the place where you are honest and open come on about the areas that you are weak because that opens you to god's strength being made perfect in those areas are you hearing me this way says i'm gonna boast in my weakness and so when I'm going through hard stuff and when I'm going through challenges, because I know God is going to strengthen me. I'm not going to fake it. You know, Thomas, Thomas, people, people talk about Thomas. They call him Doubting Thomas. I told I call Thomas Honest Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas shows up, Jesus comes and everybody else act like they believe him. And this is Jesus and he's cool. And Yeah, wonderful. Jesus rose from the dead. And Thomas is like, yo fam, I'm not believing this until I put my hand in his side until i touch this thing you ever have friends like that like y'all can be super deep and all that stuff but i want to touch it i want to see the hole i want to see i want to put my and i don't want to just see it because it might be drawn on there with some sharpie or something he said i want to i want to put my hand through it i want to see it and jesus opens himself this is john chapter 20 verse 24 through 29 i'm not going to read it uh, for the sake of time jesus says come on put your hand in my side Put your put put your hand in my, your fingers through the holes in my hands, and he says, and then in that moment uh, he says, yes, blessed is the one who doesn't see and believes, but he still stops for Thomas. <sighs> he still stops for honest thomas he he doesn't say thomas you're a waste you he doesn't say thomas uh uh, forget you and he does no just like in this situation he honors the honesty of thomas and lets him touch oh my and then thomas as a result ends up getting down is one of the places that we see he gets down and he worships god and he says my lord and my god he worships jesus and this is one of the places people say go oh, jesus is not god he doesn't deserve her jesus did not rebuke him for his worship either this is yet another experience where one of the disciples worships jesus as god come on somebody because in that moment if that that was what was needed and his honesty opened his hands to receive what he needed There are some of you you think uh, that you are going to be less deep come on oh baby can i just tell you it's people that are acting deep they not they are they belong in the kiddie pool they're not as deep as they are letting on who am i talking to and we oftentimes allow the 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 facade of others to keep us from being real but jesus honors honesty not fakery are you with me and this is the last point for you i want you to grab this so 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 he ends up he ends up going on and he he, he casts out the devil and the boy ends up being healed it looked like it was over still after the the devil left him and if you've ever seen demon possession or anything of this nature you know how oftentimes things like that can happen Uh, but then Jesus takes him by the hand in verse 27 and lifts him up and then he ends up being strengthened it's very powerful and then he ends up saying in verse 29 uh, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer but I want you to note this because faith is important you're hearing me talk about faith being a key you're hearing me talk about how you have to exemplify faith and without it you can't please God but some of you you're like well you know where does this faith stuff come from because uh, you know in this moment it's a challenge for me I mean how do I how do I walk in faith and what well, we walk by faith and not by sight can I tell you this because uh, there are many of you uh, that think that you have to you know you have to muster up your faith you got to look in the mirror and be like I believe I believe I believe I believe you got to do some like positive confessions and read some of these uh, these, uh, these 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 uh, uh, what do you call them these 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 affirmations and things and this is how you get faith can I tell you this this is important this is important number four who's with me still if you're with online if you're with me say I'm with you I'm with you I'm with you here we go faith is not conjured by man it's gifted by God faith is not conjured by man it's gifted by god this is why and i'm going to show you this is why you see people through scripture when it is that they demonstrate faith it's not because they i believe i think i can i think i can i think I can. no it's not through any of this stuff that all of these are thought the leaders and all these people are telling you about but it comes from god this is why peter this is why peter everybody say peter peter matthew chapter 16 verse 13 through 19 write it down and check it out notice this this is why peter when jesus asks him who do you say that i am and he says that you are the christ the son of the living god what does peter what does uh, jesus say to peter he says flesh and blood did not reveal this to you but the father which is in heaven The faith that he is able to exemplify, to be able to declare that Jesus is Lord, it came from God, not from flesh and blood. Come on, including himself. How many of you know this? Look, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 1 through 3, write it down and check it out later. Makes it clear that no one can even say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit oh i'm in the bible y'all how about john 6 44? none can come to me unless the father who sent me draws them so we don't come to faith we don't come to god we don't just muster up the you know you might have come to church and you might have heard the gospel that which i preach about the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus and you may have responded but how many of you know that the only reason you're like i made up in my mind child today i'm just gonna get it right where do you think that get right came from It came from the drawing somebody say the drawing oh my i wonder if i have a witness in here that knows that if you're anything like me that you weren't studying god you weren't looking for god come on somebody you weren't running after god but i'm so grateful that he was running after me come on and the only reason that i love him and the only reason that i serve him is because he first loved me who's with me on today if you're grateful for his love you ought to put those hands together and give him the praise watch so faith comes from god it's not conjured it's gifted he gives us the ability you know i'll, I'll read this even in in first corinthians chapter seven. seven first corinthians don't know. first corinthians chapter 12 rather i want you to see this because again as i said this is game changing when you grasp this this is why this individual is crying out to god 1 corinthians chapter 12 verses 7 through 11 watch this where he talks about manifestations of the spirit the way that the holy spirit manifests in us to each is given the manifest- manifestation of the spirit for the common good for to one is given through the spirit the utterance of wisdom to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same spirit we break this down in next step to another faith by the same spirit faith is a manifest and when i'm using the word manifestation it means one of the ways that the spirit works in our lives in difficult situations we don't muster ourselves into faith we ask god holy spirit manifest faith in my life this is how we exemplify the faith that is that is that through, through which all things are possible it's when we ask. we can ask god did you know that You can ask God to manifest faith in your life. Watch this. Uh, Even in terms of faithfulness. Somebody say faithfulness. Galatians chapter 5, 22. Faithfulness is a fruit of the Spirit. So the ability to remain faithful. Because see, there are many of us we are like, Oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm staying on this path. I'm going to remain faithful. And we're going to, no, it doesn't happen through our mustering. It's a fruit of the Spirit. It happens through our yielding to God in the midst of difficulty in the midst of challenging situations we open ourselves to god and we say god manifest faith manifest faithfulness to us we don't stay faithful to our spouses through mustering effort and and our sheer willpower we say we stay faithful in our marriages and faithful to god through the manifestation of faithfulness that comes from the holy spirit are you with me this is why this is why you know uh, in 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 hebrews chapter 12 uh, verse 1 and 2 you know faith comes from and is completed by jesus this is why the apostle paul the supposed apostle paul he says that we are to look to jesus who is the author there it is and uh, you know we quote this stuff so often and we don't think about he is the author and the completer of our faith so our faith comes from him it starts with him and it's completed in him so God has never called us to it he's never called us to a faking mess man he has never called you to be to the place where you are in a mess and you get to the place where you are faking your way through it or you are acting it. No, he says that in difficult times just like this man when we are having challenges when we are we we halfway believe or where we are insecure we are to open up and to be honest and to be real about where we are because when it is that we do that that positions us to receive what it is that we need from the lord and so he deals with the gentleman and then at the end he tells the disciples and i'm done he tells the disciples he said this kind comes out with nothing but by prayer and some translations say prayer and fasting and the idea is that they watch this, they in their in themselves, even the disciples, the reason they couldn't cast out the devil is because they of a lack of a prayer life. It wasn't just about the prayer in that moment, but it was about the fact that they were they were not positioned through prayer. Come on, that when it is that they faced this, this child with a demonic uh, presence in his life, they were not prayed up. The power of God was not in and manifest in their lives. And consequently, they were operating in their own strength. We even see in the book of Acts where there were people who were over who were uh, who were overtaken and beaten by demonic spirits because of their attempt to do so in their own power. Oh my! That's why I'm here to tell you there is no substitute for a prayer life. Oh my, there is no substitute for a prayer life. We got to be a praying church if we're going to be a powerful church. Come on. We have got to be a praying church if we are going to be a faith filled church. Come on online. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If we are truly going to be ones that see that run through walls and and bust through all sorts of challenges and are on the mission of God, if we are going to see the miraculous present in our lives and in our situations, we've got to be a faith filled church, but we're only going to be faith filled if we we are honest and we are open and we cry out to god in prayer do you know that before each service that we are in here tarrying and praying and crying out to god before any of you show up online or in the house we are crying out and we are seeking god and our prayer life there is a prayer life that is happening come on somebody because we know that we cannot effectively operate if we are not effectively crying out And so my question to you as I close is what is it that God wants to pour into your life but you are too closed to receive it? And what is it that, yeah pastor I'm believing God. I'm believing God, I'm open. But what is it that your faith is open but your hands are not open? And so you're willing to admit to God and believe that God is able but you're not honest enough to open yourself up to receive what it is that God needs or that God has for you and so I challenge you as you go into this season ahead where is your faith where are you where are you looking are you are you I, I tell you I don't know what's gonna happen in 2021 and I'm not gonna fault prophesy that corona is gonna be Ghana. You know these songs, these corona be going No, no, no. I don't know what's going to happen but I tell you what even if Corona is here I know where my faith my faith has found a resting place come on not in a man-made creed oh my it doesn't matter if Corona's here or if Corona brings his friends come on somebody at the end of the day I serve a God who is greater than all of them jokers and if my faith is in him there is nothing in this world that can stop not even death is the end for the believer. Oh man, I want you to get this. I really hope that this was a blessing to you in this moment. (sighs) And I've been offering, I've been offering every week. I've been offering the opportunity before I open the doors and extend salvation. I've been offering the opportunity for prayer. Because I've been believing God and I've been praying into it. God, manifest the miraculous manifest the supernatural as i'm believing in and i'm seeing it manifest in the lives of those who are here the lives of those who are online and i want in this moment i i want to extend it to you and i want us to i just want to sing this for a minute and then i want to open the altar the front and if you're like you know what i want to cry out i want to be honest with god You know, there are things that I'm facing and there are things that I'm going through and there are things that I'm in the... It's a faking mess, man. I've been faking my way through this thing. And I want to open myself. Today is the day I open the lid. I'm no longer faking it. And I want to cry out to God. And I'm believing in doing so that that He's going to cause the miraculous to happen. I'm really looking for it, fam. In your life, not just mine. And so in this moment, I invite you, stand to your feet real quickly. And online, I want to invite you into this moment. And while we're singing this, if that person is you and you're like, you know what? I want you to pray over me. It's time for me to to exemplify some honesty. And I feel the Lord tugging on my heart. I want you, you can leave your seat where you are. And walking to the front is simply a step of faith saying, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm, I'm not staying where I'm at anymore. I'm moving from one place to another place. And we'll distance ourselves. Make sure that as you're up here that you're not... know you're not up on each other or anything like that but leave your seat if that person is you and come and i want to pray over you god i look to you come on i won't be overwhelmed come on give me vision give me to see things like you do to see things if that person is you you can come i'll leave a moment for you by faith you're where my help comes from hallelujah you know just what to do come on you know just what god i look to you god i look to you come on look to him today leave your seat where you are if that person is you i want to pray over you today give me vision to see things like to see things i don't know what you're in the middle of today yeah but i believe that god is going to impart faith to you today you can just come and just lift your hands where you are give me wisdom you know just what to do you know i will love you come on and i will love you lord my shield. i will love you lord my shield come on he's here for you today come on don't be ashamed come on open yourself to him and i love
1: you lord my forever come on forever all my days hallelujah say i will love you come on declare it and i will love you lord my strength and i will love you come
0: on and i will come on if that person is you is there anybody else leave your seat don't be ashamed or embarrassed come on Love online if that person is you. Put a hand up emoji so we know that that's you.
1: Forever, all my days, I will love you. God, Hallelujah! Our God reigns. Say Hallelujah! Our God reigns. Hallelujah! Say Hallel. Hallelujah! Say hallelujah. hallelujah, say, hallelujah. trust in you God come on and I will love
0: I want to pray in this moment God I thank you for those who have come yes I see you I thank you for those who have come in the house and online I thank you Lord God for the faith that you have given and imparted in them to be able to come and to be able to put themselves in this position and I thank you for their honesty lord god even those lord who didn't come but are opening up to you in their seat today online watching today god i pray right now that even lord where they are honest and they are open that you would touch every situation every circumstance that you would send breakthrough that you would manifest the supernatural above and beyond what we could ever ask or think for your glory and your honor and lord god even if it doesn't happen the way that they expect and that we expect oh god i pray that you would yet and still demonstrate your power that you may be glorified and we thank you and we give you praise for it in advance come on in the house can we just drop those hands and put them together and begin to give the lord praise come on we thank you jesus
1: we glorify you and hallelujah hallelujah forever all my days come on forever all my days and I will one more time hallelujah say hallelujah our God hallelujah say yes sir yes lord listen
0: you may be seated in this moment i just sent the presence of the lord in this place and i encourage you even for those of you who are like honestly pastor i'm just not there yet i encourage you this week begin this prayer life begin this prayer life and open to begin to open yourself to god and watch him do the miraculous And I would be remiss if in this moment I did not give you an opportunity to trust Christ. I would be remiss if I did not give someone the opportunity to give their lives to Christ. You're like, I don't know this Jesus that you're talking about. I'm not in relationship with him. And today I want to begin a relationship with him. Not because I'm scared to go to hell or anything of this, but in response to his incredible love. And you're like, what love are you talking about? Well, I'm here to tell you the greatest story of all time over 2,000 years ago. That Yahweh, the most high God, put on flesh. And he came to this earth. And he lived perfectly. And he knew he did this. You might be asking, why did he do this? Well, our first parents, Adam and Eve, they sinned. They disobeyed God. And consequently, the Bible makes it clear that death was passed on. Sin and death condition passed on to all mankind that's why no child has to be taught how to sin so i don't have to tell my children how to be disobedient we are all born with the innate nature it's hereditary to sin and to go against god but god didn't leave us stranded he put on flesh he came and he was perfect and not only this but we serve such an amazing god that he jumped on a cross not only did he put himself in flesh but he got on a cross and died he took our payment because bible says the wages of sin is death (sighs) not just physical death i don't got to convince you that people are dying although this is as a result of sin but also spiritual death death in hell the bible says in fiery torment that will never cease and will never end But today, the gift of God, he says, is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And so those of you who are under the sound of my voice and that are hearing this message and are hearing about this incredible love of God, I invite you, focus on the incredible love that he demonstrated to us. And today, no matter what you've done, no matter who you are, watching, wherever you're watching from around the world, doesn't matter what you have done, doesn't matter who you are, today, somebody say today today is the day of salvation for you if you would respond in honesty god i am a sinner i need you i need you i i want to put faith in you this is why john three sixteen says god so loved the world he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish but would have everlasting life it's your faith and god is manifesting faith in the heart and the life of someone today romans 10 and 9 says if you confess with your mouth that jesus is lord You want to be the boss of your life. And if you believe in your heart that God has raised him from death because Jesus didn't just go and die for our sins but he rose up on the third day with all power in his hands and he extends eternal life to those of us that would put trust and faith in him. And so he's drawing some of you today and he's online and he's manifesting faith in your heart positioning you to say yes today If if you would say yes if you'd open your heart you would open yourself to him and even if you have run away from God and you're like today is the day I need to come back home you may have run away from him <laughs> but he's never run away from you so it doesn't matter what you've done doesn't matter how far you've gone his arms are open wide waiting to receive you into fellowship and so every head bow every eye close every head bow every eye close in this moment and I want to lead a prayer of commitment I want to lead a prayer of commitment in this moment. And, and if you're like, today is my first time trusting Christ. Or if you're like, today I am coming back home. I'm not going to wait another minute. I'm not going to wait another second. Today is my day. Online, if that person is you, in your living room, head bowed, eye closed. And so if you're like, pastor, include me in that prayer of commitment. On the count of three, if that person is you, not going to do anything spooky or weird. I just, You're just saying, include me in this prayer of commitment. On the count of three between me you and god every head bow every eye closed i want you to pop that hand up if you're saying that is you today in the house or online here we go one two three come on pop that hand up where you are if that person is you i see that hand praise god is there somebody else in here today yes i see those hands praise the lord glory to god online i see you in the spirit i see those hands being raised and so in this moment god bless you for those hands that are raised you can put those down and so I'm going to lead this prayer in commitment of commitment. I want you to pray it out loud from your heart. And serve City, we're not going to let them pray by themselves. We're going to pray this out loud with them as an affirmation of our faith. And also uh, to stand with those who are making that decision today. And so we say, God, thank you for sending Jesus. Jesus, thank you for dying for our sins. And rising from death with all power come into my heart make me new forgive me of my sins and be with me now and forevermore and I thank you for doing it right now in Jesus mighty name Amen Come on, can we put our hands together and celebrate? Come on, those who have made decisions in the house, those who have made decisions online, we celebrate you, we celebrate you and we give glory to our God for manifesting his saving and restoring power in the house.